Hey you guys, welcome back. Lydia's in town, so we thought, of course, we need to record an episode for the pod. I have these sweatpants. What? Wow. Are they joggers? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the sweatpants that Laura's wearing, I have the same ones except they're lighter. Are you sure? They're a lighter gray. Yeah, where did you get them? I think like TJ Maxx back in the day. Yeah, I got mine at Marshall's. Wow. So they're pretty much the same place. I unfortunately got paint on them and now they're like my work pants. Aren't they comfy though? I do like mine them. Mine are like buttery soft. Yeah. I, I'm like trying to keep them nice. Because, That's so funny. Yeah, because we had like a Marshall's gift card mm-hmm. for so long. Like it was just in my wallet for, for forever. So then I went there one day. How long have you had them? Looking for sweatpants. Mm, probably like four months. Oh, so fairly recent. Yeah. Okay. So then I just like used that gift card and got sweatpants, but yeah, I brought them with me on this trip, so wow. we could match. And so. I was just telling Lydia that I have almost the exact same shirt that she's wearing today. It's just like a white, kind of cropped. It's square. crazy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we could be matching. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm visiting for You're back in Washington. Just, yeah, we're here for a few more days. And it's so nice to be back. We're in central Oregon. It's very dry, very monotonous. (laughs) Is that the word I'm thinking? Where you just kind of, like, see the same tree over and over again. Like, where we are in Washington, they're just, like... Oh. Variety. Numerous amounts of, like, different trees and shrubs and flowers and it's so fresh, like, the air is so fresh here. But in Central Oregon, it's, like, I don't know. You just... There are some really cool hikes there and, like, cool rivers and lakes. But it's not that vibrant green. You don't have the vibrant green and, like... When I see, like, a leafy green tree, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. Wow. Because I don't see them very often. Wow. So it's really making me appreciate. Like, yeah, yeah. It's making me not <clears throat> take it for granted. And when I come back here... I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, like, being close to the water is so nice. Um, where mine and Fernando's house is here in Washington. We're renting it out to some friends, but we're, like, we can see the bay from our house. So it's, like, it's just, there's nothing better. There's I no- feel yeah. like there's just nothing better than that. You Like, it's so interesting because we've lived here pretty much our whole lives. Yeah. So it's, like. I was born here. So. Yeah. So it's like we don't know anything different. So mm-hmm. we we did take it for granted. <clears throat> I don't think I took it for granted. Oh, okay. I've always loved it here. and But I, now you have an, a whole new appreciation yeah, though. Yeah. Because yeah. when I've traveled around, I'm like looking for beautiful places around the mm-hmm. country. And I come home, I'm like, but this is the most beautiful. I know. We have like, everything here and more yeah. than what other places have. And... Even though we do get more rain and we don't get as much sun, I am not one to really complain about that because I know that we need the rain because we wouldn't have what we, we wouldn't have. have all the green. Yeah. But all that to say, my hair is a lot nicer in Central Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it takes forever to dry here because yeah. it's a little more humid. Yeah. In Central Oregon, it dries so much faster and it's just so so nice. Wow. It feels cleaner. But yeah. here it's like I took a shower this morning, like literally two hours ago, and it's still like damp. It just feels like it's never gonna dry. Probably more than two hours ago. Three hours? Yeah, probably like three hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, scam likely called me again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I get too many of those. Uh, I hate getting scam calls. <laughs> scam calls. Fernando and I are always like, oh man, scam likely again. Yeah. I, I don't answer my phone if I don't know who it is because yeah, I get too no. many. Yeah, I never do. Anyway. But anyways, um, yeah, my hair just does so much better over there. It's like one of the things that I really appreciate about the drier climate because the yeah. water just like, it's the in air, the air just like sucks it up right yeah. away. But here it's like, yeah, it just takes a long time. Yeah. When I was using your bathroom, I was looking around <laughs> and... <laughs> What did you find? And I was thinking, like, what would I do with this bathroom? Oh, I always And let me tell you. Okay. (laughs) I would paint the ceiling black and the little bit of, like, trim that's above. Mm -hmm. I would paint all that black. And then I would paint the rest white. Okay. And then I would get all black hardware, like a black mirror. Mm -hmm. And then I would get a floral shower curtain. Like dark oh, floral. I thought you were going to say like tile or flooring or something. But, no. Yeah. But what about the floor? I didn't think about Cause that. Because that's the main issue for Probably me. just like some pretty tile. I just thought I would tell you that real quick. Thanks. I love hearing other people's ideas. Yeah. Because like when you live in your same space, you kind of lose inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like right when we moved here, I had all the inspiration in the world. Yeah. Now it's kind of like. For those of you who don't know, like, we pretty much renovated or, like, updated our whole house. Yeah. Except our bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's the only room we but did same not with us. do. I mean, we still have more to do in our house, but our bathroom's, like, the biggest thing. Because it's, like, it's, like, if it's functional, you're kind of, like, you can put it on the back burner. Yeah. It's the room you're least amount in. Yeah. I feel like. But to have a nice bathroom is really nice. Yeah. The only thing we did in there is got a new shower head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was really nice, but. Is it a filter? Yeah. That's so nice. And it has, like, a bunch of different settings. Dan always uses one. I always use a certain one. But anyway. That's funny because at our old house, we had one of those. It wasn't a filter, but it had different settings. And I always used a certain one. Like, the light spray around and then the harder in the middle. That's what Dan uses. Except not too hard. It was, like, a medium. Yeah, yeah. And then Fernando would always do all to the light spray. That's what I do. (laughs) That is so funny because you and Fernando are so similar and Daniel and I are so similar. Yeah. What in the world? And then Fernando's mom was just telling us. No. She was just telling us that Fernando was born 60 years old. Like he's always been an old man. He's been into like old music and old movies and just like the the older, finer things of Mm. life. And I was like, wow, that's how Lauren's really I was just thinking like am I like that I feel like, like you I are because I feel like you've been into like older music and older movies and just like really I don't know maybe not the, the older in me thinks of like I I want to learn how to sew like Daniel finally said like oh, buy too. a sewing machine and then um like gardening I like to garden and like like I was I'm telling, the same way though I want to be a homesteader yeah that goes along with that I guess yeah. But I was telling Daniel, on our walk that we normally always do, there's this house we pass that has such nice landscape. Like, they take care of such, they take such good care of their lawn and, like, their gardens and just, like, they just, like, love it, you know? And I know there's, like, an elderly couple that lives there. And I was telling Daniel, like, I want this now. I don't want to wait time old to have that. Yeah, like, don't wait until you're retired. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
That's exactly how I feel. When we move back to Washington, we have two acres. I really just want to, like, plant a big garden and, like, maybe get... I definitely want to get more chickens. And then I thought about, like, maybe getting a milk goat. But part of me is kind of like, that's probably not going to actually happen. Because it just sounds like a lot of work. If you researched it enough. The thing that puts me off about that is that (laughs) you have to, like, fight the goat every once in a while. Excuse me? You have to fight it. <laughs> Meaning what? You have to show the goat who's boss. Oh. Like, every once in a while, you have to, like, pin it to the ground <gasps> and, like, show them that you're the alpha because they're so ornery. And I'm like, can I do that? Can I fight a goat every so often? I don't know how often you have to do it every, few, every sure. few months or something. Like, oh, today's the day. Yeah. Gotta Write it on it. the calendar. <laughs> No, but, like, you have to pin it to the ground and just show it, like, that it can't mess with you. Like, I get that. I'm because, the alpha. Yeah. And if I'm the one taking care of the goat, I would have to be the one to do that. Like, it oh, wouldn't be Fernando doing that. No. Because I'm the one, like, taking care of the goat, feeding the goat, milking the goat. Like, I'm, like, I'm in charge of you, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but we had to do that with our dog, Urban. That might sound sad to some people, but, like, we. No, it's true. You do that to dogs and cats. Okay, okay. Yeah. You just kind of, like, you don't have to, like, you can do that to chickens, too, actually, and roosters, like, oh, to wow. show them who's boss. You don't have to, like, body slam them. No. <laughs> like, you just lightly put them on the ground and hold them there, and then you're just kind of, like, showing show them, them like, stronger. I can hold you down. Yeah. I'm the boss. Yeah. And then the roosters are a lot more, um, or chickens or whatever, they're just, like, they know that they're not allowed to, like, pick on the chick- the kids mm. or, like, you or, you know, like, it just shows them that you're, like. Yeah, someone else around is stronger than that. But I just don't know about doing that to a goat. Like, what if it gets really big? And do they have horns or no? I don't know. That's the thing is, like, I have to do a lot of research. And if I'm going to get one, I want to be, like, 100% prepared. A goat does seem different. And know exactly what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. But we also want to keep bees. That would be so fun. Oh. Having our own honey would be so nice. (laughs) You meant, like, the goat, having a goat would mean that you couldn't. Oh, no. Yeah, we could have both. We just have to put the bees, like, on a corner of our property, like, away from people. But you don't have to do that to bees. (laughs) Each one individually. With your feet. Put it down. (laughs) Anyway, that's, like, my dream is just to be a homesteader and, like, just have a working Be good at the things you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me, too. Me, too. So... I'm in a book club, and Lydia joined it right before she left. I went to one, and then she I was like, it. see you later, guys. Yeah. What book did we read? That? Oh, The Nightingale? We read The night, the Nightingale yeah, first. That was the first A one. World War II book. Who's by, who, read, who wrote The Nightingale? Kristen. Not written down. No, her, I think her last name's Kristen. Something Kristen. Let me look this up. Hannah Kristen. Oh, yeah. Kristen Hannah? Oh, I think it's Hannah Kristen. Anyway, that was a really good book. So good. It's kind of... I mean, obviously, it's like World War II. Kristen Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's like heart-wrenching. I don't know. But it's so good. And it's like... I read it in like four days. <laughs> oh, what? I had no idea. Yeah. Rachel let me borrow it, and I was just like... Because Eileen wasn't sleeping very well. And instead of, like, fighting her to get her to go back to sleep, I just brought her out into the living room and turned the light on and, like, made a little, like, barrier so she couldn't get out. Okay. And then I just sat on the couch and read. 
for like okay. in the middle of the night, basically. I was okay. just like wow. so like into it. It was, was it hard to put down? So good. Yeah. I wanted to read all the time. Okay. Anytime I was nursing yeah. Abby, I would read. I remember Fernando was like getting kind of annoyed at me because I was reading so much. <laughs> I was like, I'm almost done. It was just so good. It was really good. And I listened. even though it's like it was a, kind of a sad book to read, it was still. They will always be. The yeah, World War like II anything. Book. Like, yeah, they they were very like real and yes. like true to what happened, which I really appreciated. That. Yeah, I but think, yeah, it was just a page turner <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, I listened to it on Audible, so I I couldn't stop playing it. Like I'm always like, okay, when do I get a chance to like put like play it again? Like so I can see how it, you couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good for everyone to read those books, World mm-hmm. War Two books, like to yeah. really get an appreciation for the life we have and to not forget mm-hmm. because like or watch the documentary on netflix called world war Two by ken burns that's so good hmm. it's so hard it's, to watch and like yeah, learn it's about it's hard <clears throat> but it's really good i would almost like want my kids to watch that for schooling mm-hmm. but when they're older not like when they're really little but just like yeah. maybe like high school yeah i don't know Probably like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, middle school, would probably be good age. Mm-hmm. I remember being in like seventh grade. That's the earliest memory I really have of. No, it's not. I was gonna say of school. Oh. But yeah. that's when I first went to a public school, so that's what was just like really in my mind. Yeah, it felt more like school school. More of a schedule. But yeah, instead yeah. of being homeschooled or whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> so. Do you always have a book going? First, I'm going to say we wanted to give, like, a little book review for the books that we've been reading. So yeah. that's w- what that was. So The Nightingale by mm-hmm. Kristen Hanna. If anybody's looking for a good book, it's so good. It's a must. It's definitely a must read. And get a couple of your friends to read it and then discuss it. Yeah, that's what we did and it was really fun. It was just fun because, like, I had questions. I remember thinking, like, like being kind of surprised at some parts. And mm-hmm. then it's fun to, like go to a book club after and, like, tell people, like, what you were surprised at or, like, why do you think this happened, you know? Right, exactly. So that was fun. But I usually always have a book going, but right now it's more like, like, I'm reading two different parenting books and then we were reading a book that our pastor in Oregon, our new church in Oregon, he, like, gave us a book to read and we were going to, like, talk about it after. And it's called Everybody Always. And it's like you and Fernando are going to talk about it? or you? We are going to read it together and then we're going to go back like with our pastor and a couple okay. other couples and then like talk about it. So okay. it's basically a book club, I guess. But um, it's just because it's like his favorite book. And it's called Everybody Always by Bob Goff. And we're only like not even halfway through it. but Is it a novel or not? No. Okay. I don't know what it would be called. It's, I guess, nonfiction. I don't know. But it's not a novel. Yeah. No, it's not. Is it like self-help? I mean, I guess. In a sense. It's basically about like loving everybody always. Like loving the people who are okay. hard to love. Okay. And like basically being love like Jesus was love. Okay. So. Yeah. It's hard yeah. To like know. there are people in our lives who are so easy to love, you know, and mm-hmm. we want to hang out with them. And we think like, I don't know. And obviously it's good to have, like, friends and to hang out with your friends. 
but it's also so good to like look for the people who are harder to love and like maybe more like invisible like people kind of like on the outside yeah and then like show them love yeah anyway that's like but he tells a bunch of stories like from his life it's just like an easy read because he's like Mm. telling story after story and then he's just kind of illustrating it so that's a good one are you reading a novel right now not currently i just finished one did you just finish one for your book club Mm -hmm. which one did you guys read we just read people we meet on vacation by emily henry we just wanted to start like basically the the summer off to like an easier breeze Mm -hmm. easy easy breezy read (laughs) and just kind of like very entertaining and just like a content a contemporary romance yeah we all kind of agreed that's what we wanted Another one that your book club read, and I read too, but I wasn't like, I didn't meet with you guys. I just yeah. read it because I knew you guys were going to read it, and I borrowed it from my sister again, was Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. And that was also a really good one. That was a popular book. I read well. that one really fast too. Yeah, It was also just like a page turner. Like you such, just wanted to. Yeah, like, you couldn't put it down. Yeah. That was such a good book. I'm waiting to get it back from my sister-in-law so I can read it again. Yeah. You want to read it again? Yes, because wow. the poems, I'm not going to give anything away, but remember how like... Yeah, there were a lot. There were lots of poems. She was into poetry, so there were like every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And there's kind of a twist at the end with the poems. Yeah, it's like a th- suspense. It's not really a thriller. It's a suspense mystery. Yeah. But also like... Murder. Romance in there... I don't know. It's just really. It's good. interesting because right off the bat, you think, "Oh, this is a murder sh- story," but mm-hmm. that's really it's not. That's like secondary. It's like a small part, kind of. Yeah. But also, the whole thing is like weird. Yeah, but they like go back and forth. Like they yeah. go b- forward in time, and then or no, not forward. I guess they go like back in time, and then they'll go like to present day, and then they'll go back in time. And then they go to present. And it starts back in time. It's one of those, basically. yeah, it's one of those books that kind of jumps back and forth. And then you find, like, you pick up little pieces of, like, evidence yeah. each time it, like, jumps back. Yeah. But it is, like, you can't really guess what's going to happen. Yeah. No. You know how some books really. you're like, oh, I know how this is going to end? With that one, I was like, is it going to end like this? It or is it going to end like yeah. this? Like, I don't know. It leads you to different ways. Yeah. It's, that one was really good. It's really good. I think, was it. S- Set in, like, North Carolina. I think something like that. In, like, the swampy, like, mm-hmm. marsh. Air, marsh areas, which I've never been to. So I thought that was kind of cool to, like, I don't know, just, like, get to know that area through that book yeah. a little bit more. The show, um, what's it called? I was trying to remember at Sister's Night too. You said it. Was it Riverdale? No. No. I have, I've never seen Riverdale. I've only seen I haven't movies, either. So... Oh, man. No, I seriously, like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like... There's a show, I think, on Netflix or Hulu. That's, like, kind of based off the book, or at least it seems to it's, be. It's not based off the book, but it's it's basically, like, they took a ton of ideas Similar. from that book. Yeah. And... Like, they all drive around in boats. In the marsh. Instead of, like, like, having cars, you have a boat, basically. It's, like... And you get gas, like, at yeah. docks. There are cars, too, but yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different things from the book that they took and was in the show. So it was really interesting to like be like, oh, this is kind of what the book was like. Like, anyway. Um, if you said the name, I know I would be like, oh, like I know. Like, I know. I I've never it seen it, but I know like what you're talking about. Yeah, and we're waiting for the second season to come out, so we can watch it. 
Here's why one season out. It's a newer show. The parenting books that I'm reading right now. Yeah, I, tell you about those. I've been reading <laughs> the name of it. Is, it's Calmer, Easier, Happier Parenting. Okay. It's just kind of a funny name to me. But I had a couple people suggest that book. Not to me specifically, but just like I saw them recommend it like on social media. Mm-hmm. And I finally decided to get it. And I really like it. And it's so good for, you know how some parenting books you're kind of like, oh, it's kind of too late for me to read that because my kids are older, you know? Mm -hmm. With this one, like, you can use it for any, like, age kids, like, the techniques and, like, the tips that she uses. And I just really like it because... Who's it by? Do you remember? Noelle something. Okay. But... The first, like, tip that she goes over is descriptive praise, like, praising your kids. Because, and this is kind of, like, how we should treat everyone, I feel like. Like, our husbands and, Mm -hmm. you know. Because you get to, like, nagging and you get to, like, focusing on the negative. And you're, like, oh, like, why didn't you do this? Or, like, you should do this. Or, like, you didn't do this right. Or, like... I keep asking you to do this and you're not doing yeah. it, you know? So instead of doing that, focus on, like, what they are doing good. And, like, even if it's, like, a very little thing, like, they're hardly doing anything good. Yeah. Like, focus on, like, what they're doing good. And then descriptively praise them. Like, instead of if they, like, put their dish in the sink. Like, instead of saying, oh, good job or awesome, be more descriptive and say, like, they put, like, oh, you put your dish in the sink. Like, I didn't even have to ask you, like, say, like, mm. what they actually did yeah. so that they hear that and then they think, like, oh, yeah, I can do that again. Oh. But if you just say, like, good job, then they hear good job and they just think, like, they don't think about actually, like, that they put their dish in the sink, you know? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So the more you, like, tell them, like, oh, like, you're, you're putting your shoes on or you're putting your coat on, like, without me asking or, like, you're not yelling or you're not, like, throwing a fit or, you know, like, things like that. Yeah. The more you, like, praise them for, like, the good things they're doing, then they think, like, oh, I can, like, I can do that again, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're just, like, nagging, you know how you can, you so easily just turn off your ears to, like, a nagging voice? Oh, yeah. And kids are so like that, like, they just shut their ears off and they just I don't, know. like, hear yeah. you. So then you have to ask again and again and again and then you have to yell, you know? Like, uh-huh. so, I mean, you don't, like, experience this as much because you, Indy's only 11 months old, but with yeah. Arlo, like, he's almost three, so, like... We do have to ask him to do things or, like, or ask him to stop, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing something that he's not supposed to do, you I know? can kind of relate with nannying since I know oh, yeah. a four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, but yeah. Yeah. Not as much, but yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. And she focuses a lot on, like, just be calm and be patient. Like, give your kids more time than you think they need because if you're constantly rushing them, like, that's not good. So I really appreciate mm-hmm. that because that's like a reminder that I really need is like to just be more patient and just like sit like you know mm-hmm. she kind of like goes back to that like every time like be patient like give them time and like um instead of like hurrying them yeah and it kind of made me sad one thing that I read was like kids can only focus on like one thing at a time like like, when they're doing something, they're they're fully, like, absorbed in it, like, playing. Yeah. And then we're just kind of, like, ripping them from that. Like, oh, we have an appointment. Oh, we have to go. Like, we need to go. But, like, yeah. that makes me sad because I'm, like, they're just being a kid, you know? Yeah. They're doing what they're supposed to do because all that playing and all that focusing and, like, whatever they're doing mm-hmm. is, like, 
developing their brain and it's like so good for them to just sit on the floor and play yeah. and then we're just like live in this like rushed world you yeah know? so when I read that like when she said that like kids are on their own like clock I was like wow that's so true and like we're on a different clock as them and we just think that they're going so slow or they like they should just put their shoes on right away but like we just need to like yeah. give them more time yeah and then yeah <clears throat> and, and I've heard like prepping is good yeah to like prep. she talked about that too like okay like setting the environment like setting your kids clothes out or like if you're always fighting for them to wear warmer clothes in the winter like no you can't wear that dress then just take all their summer clothes and like put them in a different bin so that's kind of like setting the environment for success and she talks about a lot of other things too and I'm only like not probably not even halfway through the book and I feel like it's so helpful and also those things are like things that you could do with a teenager like you could Mm -hmm. praise them more instead of nagging and Mm -hmm. like and she talked about a lot of other things, too, but I just think that is so good. And I'm glad that I'm reading it now. Yeah. When Arlo's just a toddler, you know? Yeah. Instead of waiting until he's older. I'm glad that I found it. I know. There's so much, like, wisdom out there and, like, good information. And it's like, we need we need it. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have it all in our brains to just, like, kind of wing it. Yeah. You know, it's not worth just winging. It's like... And even the things that we do know, we need constant reminders. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to my sister, Rachel, yesterday. She was... We were talking about just, like, everything that goes into parenting. And she's just like, it's just so hard to, like, remember all the things that you need to do. Yeah. And there's just so much that goes into it. It's good to tell your kids that you're not perfect. Like, I'm yeah. doing the best I can to, like... I don't know. Because I think... Growing up, I had, <clears throat> I kind of looked at my parents as perfect. And it, it dawned on me one day when I was, like, pretty old, I feel like, when I was, like, whoa, like, my parents aren't perfect. Yeah. And, like, I never, it never occurred to like me. Like, you just think, like, by the time you're that age, you just don't make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, like. Oh, yeah. Uh, but. I know, I try to apologize to Arlo, like, if I didn't handle something, like, I should have, you know, because I don't want him to think that, like. You're too old for that. I'm above, like, apologizing. Yeah. And, like, we are the examples and the influences for kids, but I really hope that I'm always able to, like, apologize and show him that, like, God's working through me, too, Mm -hmm. and helping me to, like, show you what you need to do and and stuff, and, yeah, it's crazy (laughs) to have little humans I know. What was the other book that you're... What's the other parenting book? The other parenting book I'm only a chapter into, but it's called No Drama Discipline. And that goes into more of, like, how the brain is, like, developing. Okay. And I think that would be super interesting. Especially since I do want to homeschool our kids. And I feel like reading these books will really help in, like, the future for, like, just knowing how a baby or, like, how a kid's brain is developing and, like, how to interact. I don't know. You know how, like, yeah. kindergarten teachers will will do, like, early childhood education courses? Like, they'll take... And I feel like I need that. If I'm going to homeschool my kids, I need to do something like that, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like these books will be really helpful for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long I would homeschool our kids but definitely like the younger grades so yeah but I'm only like a chapter into that one 
it's interesting to me that one thing that they said in that book was how the word discipline comes from a Latin word, which I don't remember, but um, it basically means like to teach and to guide. But mm-hmm. people think like discipline, oh, you need to like punish. Yes. You know? I just learned this too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so interesting to me. And it's like, wow, we really need that reminder. Like disciplining is actually like getting down to their level and like teaching them, walking them through things. And you have to do it a lot, like over and over again. It's not like sending them to their room or like, you know, yeah, it's not yeah. like punishment. And mm-hmm. they, and basically in this book, they're like, we're going to um, take back the word discipline, like for what it really means, Okay, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. But like I said, I'm only like a chapter into that book. So I was just learning about this and how, um, I don't know, maybe you saw it was a video on like if spanking is okay or not. I wanted, I think I know what you're talking about. I wanted to, to watch it. Yeah. Was it like Dr. Courtney? Yeah. Kayla on Instagram. She shared she it. She shared it. I wanted to look at that. It was interesting because they mentioned that. I think it was a pastor who was talking about it and he never ended up saying like, yes, it's okay to spank. No, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not okay. Yeah. Um, But he was just giving wisdom on the situation. But like he was saying like, there are kind of two different um things i hope i remember this correctly but there's like if your child is just childlike just like being foolish childlike foolishness Mm -hmm. and then there's outright um i know better you've told me like yeah and still going against those need to be disciplined different ways so i just thought that was really yeah actually that's good that is interesting fernando when we were still going to our church here when we lived in Washington, then Fernando went to, like, a men's night, and they talked about that, like, different mm. ways. Like, they said that exact same thing. Like, if your kid is just being yeah. childish, like, or spilled something, you know, like, things yeah. like that, like, you wouldn't discipline them for that. Yeah. Or, like, you would, you just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, with Arlo, if he's, like, Unless he, they're literally, makes like, a mess, pouring so. it, and they're looking <laughs> yeah. at you, like clean it up now like but even like when arlo does something like that i'm like how can we make this better and a lot of times he'll go and like get wipes himself and like like because he knows and then he'll help me clean it up Mm -hmm. but sometimes i have to be like arlo and i have to like tell him like we need to clean this up and you know it's a whole big thing yeah but yeah that is really interesting um and we think we've talked about that too like Sometimes we'll push Arlo, like, if we are having too much of a busy day or, like, we're in the car a lot or yeah. we're driving and then he's, like, throwing a fit or just not listening to us and running away. It's, like, it's not his fault, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, he – I always try to, like – You give extra I, grace in those moments. like Yeah, I try to, like, um, give him the benefit of the doubt and yeah. be, like, okay, like, we've had a long day. We could have set him up for success, but we didn't really. Yeah. So he's, like, overtired or he's, like, just tired of being in the car. He wants to run around. He's not going to listen to us because he just needs to get his wiggles out, you Mm -hmm. know? So you have to kind of, like, take all those things into account and, like, give your kids so much grace. And, like, hopefully they'll give us grace, too, because, (laughs) like, I do things, you know, that I shouldn't. And I do – I discipline how I shouldn't sometimes, you know? So it's, like, we both need to, like, give each other grace. Yeah. Both ways. Like, it goes both ways. And it's important to not look at other people's ways of doing things because you don't know what's really going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, some people might think, like, oh, you're letting your kid just do whatever they want. But it's like, no, like, 
first of all, we don't like just we're not controlling them. Like we yeah. don't we're not forcing them to do this or that. Like we can't. Mm-hmm. And like we don't know if other all the other things that go into play, like tiredness, hungry, like all the things. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm actually excited to start reading parenting books, and like I know that I can be already, mm-hmm. but I'm. That's kind of why I wanted to get they back are into so reading. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Because I'm the kind ones of nervous that I'm reading about it. anyway are really interesting. Okay. I really like the calmer, happier, easier parenting because that's like techniques you can kind of put into practice right away. And I think the no drama discipline one. I think that's gonna be similar, but I'm really interested in that one too because it's actually gonna like, it's like a whole brain like you know, like, actually how, like, the baby's brain is developing. So I think that that would be, like, just interesting in different ways. Yeah. I just don't have time right now to read, like, books for fun, I feel like. Okay. I was reading one by Marilyn... I don't actually... I hate that I don't remember last names. Like, when, you know, when you want to, like, say the author and then you don't even... Her name is Marilyn something. I don't even know the first names. Yeah. Let alone the last, so... (laughs) But um, I just, like, would never pick it up because I had, like, the parenting book and then Fernando and I were reading that other book together. And it's like, wow, I just don't have time to be, yeah. like, reading this for fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm getting into the more fun novels now because I want to get back into reading and enjoying reading and, and becoming a faster reader. You need ones that are going to, like, hook you. Exactly. Like, in the f- first couple chapters, you're like, okay, I want to read this all the time. Yeah. And you want to, like, you're excited to go read it. Yes. Because if it's not, like, pulling you, you'll just forget about it. And it just makes it, like, so drab. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I'm losing interest. Like, yeah. reading sucks. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And a lot of times, Fernando and I will just watch a show, so then we won't really read. Which is nice, too, but if you have a book that you really want to read, like, you would choose that over watching a show. At least I would, you know? But if you're, like, not that into it, you would just, like, mm-hmm. watch a show, you know? I thought I would never be that person that would read over watching a show. But I actually did the other day. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm proud of myself. So proud of you. It was actually, like, probably, like, a week or two ago now. But Dana, like, wanted to watch a show. And I was like, actually, I just want to read my book. <laughs> like, but That's funny. I'm slowly yeah. becoming that person. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. It's Larry David created it. And he's the same one that, like wrote and produced Seinfeld okay and he's the main character in Curb Your Enthusiasm and it's just like wait is it a newer show no okay it's older I don't know exactly how old it is but it's definitely like at least I'm so bad with like times and dates but I feel like it's at least like early 2000s okay isn't that when Seinfeld was kind of Seinfeld was like the 90s I think okay I don't know so maybe after that but anyways, it's just so funny. It's like, I don't know, it's just like realistic, like things that would happen in real life. I don't know. It's not like always realistic, but it's just like really, it's hard to explain. Does it get you laughing? Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but it is a little raunchy. Okay. Meaning exactly <laughs> And what? it will warn you like, oh. like some episodes are rated like um, TVMA, which is like for mature audiences. Okay. And then some are not. So you kind of know, like, which ones are going to be a little more raunchy than other ones. Mm. But um, it is just really funny. And I just feel like for the past couple of years, I can't really watch anything that's, like, not easy to watch. Mm. Like, I can only watch 
like comedy purely entertaining anything that's like too thought-provoking yeah or just like too i don't know stressful or like okay yeah i just only want to watch comedies yeah that's like all i ever want to watch and i do watch like youtube vlogs like i'll watch people people's vlogs which pretty much feels like a show to me Mm -hmm. reality tv shows yeah so i'll do that which is also like they're always so easy to watch you know and then and then we only like we'll watch comedies together pretty much and i just like when am i gonna break out of that (laughs) (laughs) i think it's just because like the world like so much going on in the world that i'm just like i don't want to have to think about anything else yeah like can we just watch something lighthearted where I don't have to think about anything and it's just easy? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm always going to be like that from till the day I die, probably. Unless... <laughs> Unless the world changes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I that mean, I would true, watch, though. like, a drama, maybe. Like, a Downton Abbey-type, like, drama. I would watch that. But I'd always just feel like... Usually when Fernando picks out a movie and it's more like a documentary or like a serious movie, I usually always end up liking it. But if it's up to me, I'm always just like, I just want to watch something like yeah. funny. Yeah. Do you know what I actually just watched a really funny movie uh, two nights ago called Accepted? <laughs> and have you ever watched Herbie Fully Loaded? I think so. I've heard of it. I mean, I know what you're talking about. There's like the main guy in there. He also plays in other things. I just can't think of anything else. I don't. I can't think of what his face looks like. He's, like, dark. Anyway, he play, he's the main character in it, and it's about um, just how he didn't get into college, and a bunch of his friends didn't get into the college, didn't get accepted anywhere, so then they basically fake their parents. This one guy's really good at creating fake, like, um, licenses and fake email, fake mm, yeah, websites, whatever. Yeah. And so he made all these things look legit, and they all, like, faked like, lied to their parents saying they got accepted to this institute. Anyway, it's really funny. And, like, I just, Dale and I were like, let's not watch a movie because it'll take forever to find one. I was like, well, what? I really want to watch one, so, like, I'm just going to pick this one. So I yeah. just picked it, and it actually turned out turned wow. out to be, like, really funny. That is rare but, when that happens. Yeah. Usually it's a dud. So I would recommend that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Accepted, it's I'll called. But I feel like it's the same way sometime. as you. Like, I, because... The two shows I really like are A Million Little Things and This Is Us, but they've both turned into, like, mask wearing, like, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like, just, like, very with the times, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, I'm wanting to escape this right now, Yeah, not I know you don't want to be, like, reminded, at least for me, like, I watch shows and movies because I want to not be reminded of, like, the troubles of the world. Yeah. And then when it's they just add it to that, you're like, okay, this is not what I why I'm watching this. Yeah, thing. I'm really curious if like their ratings have gone down because of it. Yeah, like their viewers because like I don't know one person who also wants to watch that on TV. Yeah, like it, as a a scripted show, maybe like news. You watch news and whatever. Yeah, I feel like everybody is like tired tired of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to be reminded of that. Do you have any um, guilty pleasures? I feel like you're not one to have a guilty pleasure, food-wise. You know, oh, food-wise? Food-wise. Oh. oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, um, I do watch, like, YouTube videos quite a lot. 
And especially when I'm, like, nursing Ailey, I'll just, like, watch a YouTube video. And lately, I've been finding, like, free movies on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I never did this before, but just a couple days ago, I saw that they had a Jennifer Aniston movie and, like, an older Jennifer Aniston movie. It's called Picture Perfect. Okay. And it was, like, free on YouTube, and I was like, oh, like, I just want to see what this is about. Yeah. So then I played it. And then I just kind of would watch a little bit at a time. Uh, <laughs> I would just watch like 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Like anytime I was like nursing, I'd like pick my phone up and like That's watch funny, it. funny, yeah. <laughs> Which part of me is like, this is such a waste of time. Like just watching a movie. I should be like reading or something. But another part of me is like, I don't have like very many guilty pleasures. So this can just be my guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. That's why but, I'm curious to ask you because I'd be like, Maria's does not want to have like guilty pleasures. Like, yeah. I don't know. With food? With food. I mean, I'm with curious. like, I love ice cream. I'll have ice cream every night. And I love, like, my favorite thing is vanilla ice cream. But do you cream. get, like, good quality organic ice cream? Or do you get, like, I a trashy... I used to get organic ice cream, but I don't anymore. But I do get, like, good quality. I'll get Haagen-Dazs ice cream, which is pretty good quality. Yeah, that's pretty much what I get now. That's right. I'm looking for, like, the, like, the, you know... The junk. Something that you would not typically do... Or that no one would really think. I ate a miniature Twix bar the other day. <laughs> and it was pretty good. But also, like, it's just, like, when you're used to eating, like, better quality chocolate. Oh, like, when yeah. you buy, like, nice chocolate. Yeah. Then eating, like, those little candy bars is kind of, like, this is good, but it's not, like, I don't know. You can just kind of tell. Oh, you can for sure tell. Especially yeah. with chocolate. Like, like Hershey's chocolate? Yeah, it's not good. It's, like... I used to think that was good. Yeah. Like, I, would, I will only have it on a s'more if that's, like, the option. But... Even with s'mores, like, it's nice to get, like, better quality chocolate. Yeah. It's just so... Like, once you take the plunge, you never want to go back. I know. But I actually love the brand Hue. It's, like, H-U, and the U is a hand. Like, yeah, yeah. U. And um, that chocolate is really good. And it's actually, like, I would consider it, like, beneficial for my health. Because it's, like, really good quality chocolate. Yeah, I think I've had it. But I'm trying to think of, like, a guilty pleasure. Because and even when I make, like, I don't consider the thing, like, having ice cream a guilty pleasure because I'm just, like, it's ice cream. Like, I don't yeah. demonize sugar. And yeah. I don't, like, demonize dairy. It's all balanced. It's all just, like, yeah. I feel fine. I feel good about, like, having it. Yeah. As long as I don't have too much. But I do love, like, milk. <laughs> okay, let me tell you my guilty pleasures. <laughs> and I, then... I know, I was going to say, like, I love making ice drinks. Like, I'll make milk, like, milk. But even that, it's, like, bananas, milk, and then sometimes I'll put, like, a scoop of vanilla ice cream in it, and then I'll add, like, orange juice or I'll add, like, a cow powder to make it chocolatey. Like, I love making drinks like that. But even that, I consider it to be, like, good, like pretty good for me, actually. Yeah. So any, like, guilty pleasure I have, I don't feel guilty about because... That's what I mean. Uh, it's hard. My my two guilty pleasures currently, there's like, you know the brand Ritz? They have yeah. like those They have toasted chips okay. that are in the flavor sour cream and onion. That sounds good. Are out of this world. Like they're so good. And actually my sister Caitlin told me about that. I can't remember where we were. I think we were... I think this was last Thanksgiving. We all were in a house together. But anyway... She got them, and I would never pick up something like that. Like, I wouldn't even know that they existed. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, what the heck? These are so good. You they just ha- eat them by themselves. Oh, yeah. By, the, like, just the whole bag. Like, 
They have, um, I think they have toasted chip thins and they're like basically like little crisps. And then they have like the chip, like the chips, which are more like almost a cracker, basically a cracker. But like I got them the other day for the first time and I just ate the whole bag in like two days. They were so good. I feel like I've had them before. They sound really good. And then my other guilty pleasure is like ice cream sandwiches. Like oh, the really cheap. Yeah. Like, like the like, Tillamook or what are they? Toll House? Toll House maybe. Yeah. Or mm. like from Trader Joe's they have those with the chocolate chips on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely like be down to have one of those. But just like, like Fred Meyer has a box of like 12 for like under $2. So I just get that every now and then and it's like. It's such a good It just pleasure satisfies that yeah. craving to... For sure. Yeah, just, like, have that, like, junky, yeah. sweet food. Mm. I love ice cream sandwiches. I, I mean, I haven't gotten them in a long time, but... Me too. Did anyone have one at from my Trader Joe's. Because <laughs> that was, like, the sweet at my wedding was ice cream sandwiches. Like, a bunch of cookies and ice cream you're supposed to make, make your own. But I wonder <gasps> if anyone actually did. I do not remember that. I don't either. Did that happen? Yes. I, I feel like I would remember that if I had one. And if they were there, I would have one. That was like, because we had no cake. We had my and Danielle's cake, but we had no like cupcakes or anything. But we had cookies and ice cream. And then it was supposed to be like an ice cream sandwich that you make. Yeah, I do not remember that. But anyway. It was a long time ago, though. Yeah, five years. <sighs> Man. You Almost. know what's so strange? We were both turning 25 this year. Does that feel weird to you? A little bit more. When you think about it deeply, yeah. Or when I think about when I was younger and a 25-year-old, I think that it's, it's weird. I was just thinking, like, 25 is like, okay, you're really, like, in your 20s, mm-hmm. you know? 23, 24 is kind of like, okay, we're just, like, early 20s. But 25, and then, like, when we turn 26, not that I think that 30 is, like, old. My husband's 32, so... <laughs> But it's still, it's like, wow, we're getting so close to 30. Yeah. And that just feels kind of strange to me. Yeah. It's going to be late 20s. Yeah. And then I say it's 30, early 30s. Yeah. Middle 30s. Thir- late 30s. 40. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just goes and down. Before we it. started recording, we were talking about gray hairs. <laughs> I was thinking, like, am I going to be, like, am I going to have gray hairs at a young age? Probably not. I don't know. I would be kind of surprised. Just because of, like, my parents and stuff. Man. But. And I feel like, is it stress-related? Yeah. Is it really? Because, like. It could be. It will depend on how much joy we're having in our lives. I don't know. Yeah. I think if we keep indulging. Yeah. Let's (laughs) have those guilty pleasures. Have the guilty pleasures. Have a balance. (laughs) The thing is, I don't feel guilty when I indulge myself because I know that it's not going to be, like, all the time. Yeah. And it's not like, uh, I'm good at like eating enough and eating what I want. I don't restrict myself at all. Mm-hmm. So that way I don't like go on a binge. Yeah. You know? Same. So then I never really feel guilty about it because it's like, oh, I know that I'm just going to like have yeah. this thing that I really enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to make the most <laughs> of it. And then I'm probably not going to have it for, you know, a little while mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But the food that I eat is so like I love so much (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm i don't feel like i'm on this like diet where i'm like restricting myself and then i'm like oh i just want this other food so bad and then you just like have a bunch of it and then you're just like feel guilty and then you go back to your restrictive diet you know it's just like a cycle yeah i feel like i eat what i want but i eat foods that are like 
really full fat, like nourishing, mm-hmm. you know, foods that I really enjoy. Right. It's like you learn to actually want those and enjoy them. And yeah. like, yeah, when you don't, when you don't restrict yourself. I was like, man, Lydia, she doesn't have any guilty pleasures. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I feel like I do. <clears throat> Just the YouTube thing. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Actually, lately, I would consider, like, Instagram my guilty pleasure because I wish that I didn't, like, go on it so much. But actually, lately, I've been deleting the app and then I'll, like, get it back for just, like, 10 or 20 minutes. I'll go on and then I'll delete it again because I, like, it satisfies me because I'm like, okay, I know that I've seen everything I need to see. Yeah. But the thing with social media like that is there's constantly things you can consume. Like, you could be on it. You could be on it 24-7. It's and still be consuming things. Scary, so yeah. I just kind of like finally like made this balance of like, okay, I'm just going to get the app back for like 10 minutes, ch- catch up on like, cause there's really only a few people on Instagram that I would really care to see their stuff. You know, mm-hmm. everyone else is kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't really care that much. So I'll just like check up on those people. Yeah. And then, and there, a lot of them are more just like informational things like that. I just want to like see what they have to say. Yeah. And then I just delete the app again, and then I know that I'm, like, good for another, like, day. I can just, like, it's fine. I don't have to go on until tomorrow. Yeah. And some days I'll even, like, forget to even go on. So then wow. I just, like, won't get the app back. Yeah. Before this, I would, like, delete my app and try not to go on for, like, a whole week. Or I would try not to go on for, like, a few days. So this is, like, a better balance for me. Yeah, okay. Because it's, like, I don't know. You're not completely restricting yourself. I don't want to be like so connected to my phone yeah I've noticed I guess I didn't like notice that you didn't have as many stories until last night mm, yeah. I think you put some on oh yeah and yeah. I was like Sometimes oh my you word don't notice Lydia has stories like I, yeah. I just realized like I've been kind of doing that more too like I'll take pictures while we're doing something and then like just post them later instead of like taking them on the Instagram app you yeah know? yeah so that's been really helpful because mm-hmm. it definitely is still fun to like share i know and, and like to see what other people are up to and like what they're sharing yeah it's a creative outlet you know yeah but, but yeah this, the um discover page and like you can just scroll forever oh, and watch. I know. endless hours yeah. and it, I, and you feel I, like you're losing brain cells you're like oh. what did i just do for you know however yeah. long i was on here like ugh. especially if you have a whole list of things you need to get done like on your phone like for me i'm like okay i need I need to buy that. I need to buy this. Like, I need to research that. I need to research this. Like, and then it's like, I'm just scrolling Instagram and like, I have so many things to do, but I'm just wasting time. I know. Like. Procrastinating. Yeah. So I'm glad I found that balance and I hope I can stick to it. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think that I heard my baby. Your baby. I just heard my baby. Was that Indy? Yeah, it was Indy. I thought that was Ailey. But they're probably it's weird both for awake. me to think about having more babies. Like, we do want more babies. But it's weird to me to think about having more babies because Ailey is, like, my baby. Like, she's such a baby. And she's over a year old, but she still just seems like my little, like, baby girl. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, it's going to be so strange, like, when we have another baby. Because mm-hmm. she's always going to be, like... She has to all of a sudden be the older sister. Yeah. Part of me feels like maybe we'll only have boys from now on and then she'll be like our only girl uh but who knows who knows if that'll happen yeah do you have baby fever in the slightest way you know it's funny i did not feel any baby fever 
until like a week ago, I was sitting in our rocking chair and I was holding and like nursing Ailey. And I just remember thinking about her like newborn clothes that she wore. And then I remember thinking like about her when she was a newborn. And then I was thinking about just like different outfits and like clothes. And then I was just imagining like holding a tiny little baby and like how much smaller they are mm-hmm. than like, because Ailey's like 20 pounds or a little over 20 pounds. And then I felt like a little bit of baby fever. Like okay. I can actually imagine like having a baby and like taking it to like the park with us or like taking it to church with us. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, I like feeling baby fever for the first time like with arlo i remember feeling baby fever like right away like he gave me baby fever okay <laughs> when he was a little baby i yeah. already wanted like another one yeah but with Ailey, i just like have been wanting to like wait until she's a little bit older if that's possible you know mm-hmm. um just because like where we're living right now and like in our apartment and stuff it's just like it would yeah it would just be kind of crazy yeah but that was so funny and then like our sister Tamara just had a baby, so, like, that kind of... I'm sure, like, seeing the baby today will, like, yeah. give me baby fever. But it doesn't make me, like, want to have a baby. <clears throat> I don't know. And then we have, like, a few friends that are pregnant, so... Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It's so fun to see. Yeah. I hope that I... We love to see it. We love to see <laughs> it. People having babies. <laughs> I really hope that I feel baby fever again. You haven't felt it yet? No. Yeah. I will get little little spurts like, oh, and then it's gone. Like, yeah. so fast. I just feel like Ailey is still so attached to me and she nurses, like, so much that my body is like, you're not ready to have another baby. Mm. So that's, like, why I'm not really feeling baby fever, mm. you know? Yeah, but once all of a sudden you don't have a baby anymore. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you'll want that baby again. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And then your your body's like, gotta make another one. Come yeah. On. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah, we should get going. Anything else? We're going to go meet our new niece, Elida. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully it won't be too long before we're together again. Laura and I just don't like doing podcasts over Zoom. Yeah, and it's really like we need your laptop. And if your husband has a laptop, it's like. Yeah, it just makes it harder. Yeah, it's so complicated, but. But hopefully Laura will come to visit us. We've been talking about it, so. Dude, you got to. And then we'll float the Deschutes River. Okay. And my hair will dry really fast. Yeah, (laughs) your hair will be great. Okay, bye. See you later. Bye.